What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the official Love Quest International Church podcast recorded live at our Love Fix experience in Vancouver, BC. So come on and jump into this word brought to us by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy! I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Can I share a few things with you guys? You may have a seat. Can we make some noise for those that just went before me? Y'all just made it real hard for me. Yeah. I just had to change my suit jacket because I feel a little rowdy right now. So I had to, I had, you know what I'm saying, I just had to get a little bit more comfortable because I'm expecting something. I don't know what you came to church for. Maybe you came to just hear a sermon. Maybe you think God's going to love you more because you came to church. Nah, he would love you if you was in that alley smoking crack right now. No different. You're like, really? I could go out there and do No, don't go, please. You're in the right place at the right time. But when we're just bringing you some understanding, a part of what's going on in the world is the enemy feels he's losing his grip on the harvest. And the way that grip gets loosened is because there's a sound going forth. All over the body of Christ, there's music coming out like never before. Anointed songs, full of word, full of revelation. Times change. It's no, it's not, come by here, Lord. I'm climbing up on the rough side of the mountain. They say, I'm doing my best to make it in. Now, wait a minute. The word says, speak to the mountain. You climbing the mountain. And then what you talking about, you doing your best to make it in. The day you confess that Jesus is Lord and you received him in your heart, you in. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. That's why I celebrate. I'm in. All right. Well, I'm just going to share a few things with you. Uh, okay, what happened there? Today, my topic is the good news. The good news. The good news. There, you can try and I'll give you a second to check out the picture a little bit, but it's the good news. The good news. Say the good news. No, I'm good. Say the good news. Everybody say the good news. All of us have contributed to promoting the bad news this week. Every last one of us. We've shared posts. We can't stop talking about it. I wonder in this entire year, have you said Jesus' name? as many times as you said coronavirus. I wonder how many times this year you said God is good. Within one week, we have put coronavirus in our mouths more than we've said Savior. We've pleaded coronavirus more than we've pleaded the blood. So I'm going to just talk about the good news a little bit. But I do believe that we are in a house where the Spirit of God is speaking in real time. Okay? And so I'm just going to share as a 
leader, a pastor, um, in an apostolic ministry, uh, what's going on in the spirit, in the spirit realm? Say the spirit. The Bible says that a part of David's army, it wasn't just people who knew how, how to shoot bows and arrows. On his team, he had a group of men called the sons of Issachar. And the sons of Issachar are men who knew the signs of the time. If you're going to go to war, you better know the time you in. <laughs> Say the good news. All right. 2 Timothy 1. I am calling up. I'm going to start at verse 5. I am calling up memories of your sincere and unqualified faith. The leaning of your entire personality on God in Christ in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. You see that? Faith. It is you depending totally full confidence in his power he could do it break me through financially he can keep me from coronavirus he can change my entire family bloodline around he can do it I depend on his power it's not by, by power but not by might nor by power but by his what spirit I depend on you God I depend on his wisdom. I believe that his ideas is better than mine's. I believe his direction is better than mine's. I believe that his wisdom, which is infinite, is better than any book or idea that I can get to make it out of any situation. His wisdom, I got to depend on. And I believe his goodness is better than any of y'all goodness because he never gets tired of being good to me. He never gets tired of massaging my mind with the word. He never gets tired of filling me up and quenching my thirst when I'm thirsty, when I'm hungry. He never gets tired of comforting me when people walk out on me, when my wife is asleep and I want some attention. He got it for me. Faith. That first lived permanently in the heart of your grandmama. I love it. Not only do I got my faith, but I got inherited faith. See, because you don't need faith in heaven. So the faith my grandmama had, she had to pass it on to somebody else. All right, all right. I'm, I'm going I'm to keep reading because... I'm going to keep on reading. See, my grandmama faith got me through until I got my own faith. That's why you need somebody that's covering you. You need pastors. You need leaders. Why? Because you got little bitty itty faith right now. And you can't afford to walk in your little itty bitty faith alone. But when you take your little itty bitty faith, your little 10%, link up with somebody that even got 50% faith, guess how much faith you got? 60%. Say 60 and you say, and your grandmama Lois, and your mama Eunice, and now I am fully persuaded it dwells in you also. That is why I would remind you, because that faith, I'm going to remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of the fan, the flame of, and keep burning. 
the gracious gift of what? God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. So give me a little rumble jungle like y'all was just doing. You know, bum, bum. Come on, don't play with it. what it does for me it stirred me up just like the news about corona stirred you up you're gonna get stirred up for fear or faith one or the other I'm choosing while wow, I'm gonna go out there and get inundated with all kinds of news on my feed I'm sure they're gonna come out with some more bad news and guess what I'm gonna take this little moment when I'm in his refuge and I'm gonna put some faith on me so by the time the enemy keep throwing bad news, I got enough propellant on me. I got enough protection on me because you will get all of us will get wore out. But depending on how much skin you got on you, some people get woe out quicker than others. Folks of faith, it take a while to wear them out. Give us the spirit of timidity. Who is us? Who is us? Who, who is us? Who, who's us? The body, sons and daughters, me, us. Who is us? Believers, the church, right? God didn't give the church a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear, but he has. He, this is what he gave you. If you, are, if you are part of us, this is what he gave us. A spirit. A power. Ah. Yep, see what's going on the news, but my God can. I, I, I see what's going on the news, but God, right? When you, are, when you have a spirit of faith, you always got a but God. And people are going to look at you crazy when you got a spirit of faith. Because they're going to think you insensitive, you ain't obeying the law, but you ain't obeying the, the word. Now all of a sudden people are concerned about obedience. And it's funny to me, you got over 250 people, but man, Costco open. How many people went to Costco? Was it more than 250 people? Why they ain't closed down the mall? Is it 250 people? Why they didn't close down the restaurant? I just seen one of my favorite stores where I get some shirts from in, in sport coats from RW and Co. They have 40% off all original items just today, for today only. What are they doing? They, they're taking advantage of the harvest. How many people said they're going to stay in the house, then they saw that sale? But we're going to go in here and get around these 250 people. To get that sale. Why are we not closing down the ferries? <laughs> Restaurants nasty. I don't care how many white tablecloths they got. And I don't care if they playing music like this. 
I don't care if they pour, they, they got a napkin on their wrist and pour your wine like this. I don't care. Under the table, gross. Kitchen, grease. On the break, your waitress smokes cigarettes. And, 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 and of what? Love. Gave you the spirit of love. And look, calm. 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 Well balanced. Mind and this discipline and self control. I'm going to be like Dawid. I'm doing good on time. I'm going to rush through this as fast as possible, but you need this this week. Most of y'all off work anyway. Kids ain't got to go to school. You good. And if you want to get off work, just cross the border one time and then come on back. Go get some gas and come back. Go and quarantine yourself. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing, man. There's, 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 I've never seen the world pause like this, and it's been way worse breakouts. Something going on. There's some propaganda going on. But amen. And of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. This is the spirit he gave you. Any other spirit that start, that's not of God. For God did not give us the spirit of what? Fear, cowardice, timidity. This is so good, man. It's almost like the Lord is hoarding the cattle. Or, or he's herding the cattle, sorry. Herding the cattle. But he is not the harvester. You are. Matthew 24, here we go. Your eyes open, ears open, pay attention. Later, when they arrived at the Mount of Olives, his, dis his disciples came privately to where he was sitting and said... Tell us, say tell us, say tell us, tell us when will these things happen? And what supernatural sign should we expect to signal your coming and the completion of these ages or this age? Lord, help us understand the signs of your return to come get your church. Jesus answered, at that time, Deception will run rampant. Number one, deception. All kinds of religions, all kinds of advice, all kinds of people talking, talking themselves out of intimacy and following Jesus and all these things, all kinds of reasoning going on. Deception. And a part of what's going on is at the end of the day, the coronavirus can be real or a thing that is happening. But man, oh man, some of y'all been sniffling. Now they gave you a name, you skirt. Some of y'all been coughing, way worse coughs than the ones you've been having the last week. Some of y'all been vomiting in, in random times. Now they put a name on it. Now the enemy has something to tack on. I wonder if this is. Is this the corona? Is this the COVID-19? Do I got it? I'm going to stay home. All kinds of teaching. 
What's your doctrine, bro? What's your theology? What school you went to? What tribe you came from? The spirit of deception is running rapid. Is anybody with me understand God? There's, there's more double-mindedness in this generation than ever before. How do we know this? Because there's too many options for everything. Deodorant, burgers. How you just got a burger joint with 12 or 13 different kind of burgers? Ben 4 is an amazing burger spot. Not talking down about it. It's amazing, but it's confusing. You go to Cheesecake Factory, 22 pages. Right? It, 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 you have too many options. How many people ever struggle making choices? The ones that don't have their hands up, you for sure lying. You're confused now. It says, so be aware that you are not fooled. Don't spend too much time wondering if Jesus is the way for you. If you here right now, you know Jesus the way or you wouldn't be here. Don't spend too much time looking for a church home that's going to appease your flesh. Don't spend too much time wondering if you should pray or not, or if you should tithe or not, or if you should give or not, or if you should serve or not. Because the longer you stay disconnected from the vine, which is his body, you will deteriorate after a while. <laughs> that's why you got to make a decisive decision. You can't stand for nobody, not even your family, your husband, your wife, if you ain't decided. Can't get married prenumped. That's not a God marriage. For many will appear on the scene claiming my authority or saying about themselves, I am God's anointed and they will lead many astray. That's why you got to pay real close attention to the fruit. To the fruit. In these times, it's going to be very hard for you to have to prove the Lord is with you. Just let people see the fruit. You don't got to prove nothing. God will prove it for you. Because people so deceive, if they deceive looking at you, you they're looking at you through a certain lens. They're looking at you through deceived eyes. they confused about they self. How they going to know you before they know them? That's you can walk around confused trying to please people. What does God say about you? You say, 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 I am God's anointed, and they will lead many people astray. You will hear, here we go, another one. Rumors, or you will hear of wars nearby and revolutions on every side. All kind of revolutions. Black revolution, white revolution, everybody races. Black folks just as racist as some white folk. White folks is racist. Asian folks racist. Filipino folks racist. Everybody got somebody racist in their bloodline. All confused. Racism is the stupidest thing in the world over a color of a skin. Right? And the same people racist trying to get my color. If you hate my skin color, stay out the sun. Stop trying to get a tan. There's all kind of wars around the world. Um, uh, let, me, let me help you out, Canada. There, there's war going on right here in Canada right now. Uh, the, 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 the war over the pipeline. It's a war. May not be missiles and guns. No. But it's a war. It's people fighting over territory. It's a war. 
It's a drug war on the streets. It's a war. Don't just minimize and think war is, is tanks and, and, and helicopters and Air Force Ones and, 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 and guns and bombs. Don't, don't just think it's a war going on right now in your mind. All right, for the, so it says, it says, with more rumors of wars to come. Don't panic or give in to fears, your fears. For the breaking apart of the world's system is destined to happen. The one most of us depend on. That same system is destined to break down. It's breaking down right now. You know how much this is going to take a hit in the economy across the world people don't go to bars right now well, we ain't got no sports to watch man it is March Madness the most the, the most the, they make so much money during this time in college basketball and then we're about to enter into the playoffs of the NBA and you suspend all of that do you know how many people ain't having jobs right now that's used to working do you know how much tourism Economy is being impacted. Okay. But it won't yet be the end. So when you see this, don't be like, whoo, Jesus coming right now. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. He gotta, all this got to happen so all men have a chance to be saved. It is not fair of God to turn away people that never had a choice or an opportunity with knowledge. With knowledge. He knows who had been in churches and wasn't taught. He knows the people that wasn't disciple. He knows the people who was just handed a Bible but no discipleship. So he got to make sure that every breathing being on this earth has a fair opportunity to say yes or no. The world system, he say, for the break-in part of the world system destined to happen, but it won't yet be the end. It will still be unfolding. Hey, it's unfolding. What you see on the, it's unfolding. Power struggles. It, it's unfolding. And that's why when you find someone in your life that is willing to challenge you to draw closer to Jesus and not let up, that's agape. In a world like this, why would you have loved ones knowing that this is unfolding, knowing we're in the last times and you don't witness with urgency? <laughs> you stand by and just be like, oh, I love them. They'll come some. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. It's unfolding. I don't know what kind of horn that was. That probably wouldn't say nobody, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you say, nations will go to war against each other and kingdom against kingdom. Is this happening? No, yes, okay. And there will be terrible earthquakes. Are these happening? <laughs> Seismic events of epic proportions, like this one. This is not. It's nothing new. If we read our word, this is something the Lord promised and prophesied. This day is coming. And what did he say? Fear not. He said, horrible epidemics and famines in place after place. Is this happening? 
It's unfolding. Say it's unfolding. This is, and in history, all these heroes of faith, guess what? Every moment in time, the Lord is looking for heroes of faith. He's looking for people who will believe him. He's looking for people who will herald. It's just easier for those back then because they didn't have as many distractions as we got. This is how the first contraction, the first contractions and birth pains of the new age will begin. So what we're seeing is actually we're on the brink of glory being birthed. (laughs) Y'all don't even understand what I'm just saying. The world sees it as, oh my God, what the hell is going on? We are losing our mind. And the Lord said, that's why I put the church in the earth. I put the church in the earth so they can stand right there and get ready for delivery. We, we are in one of the most glorious times in history. That's why you got to have eyes to what? See. of the new age will begin. I am, Romans 8 then says this about contraction. I am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of the glory that is about to be unveiled within us. Where? Did it say around us? Or what? The glory that's within us will be what? Unveiled, manifested. The entire universe is standing on what? Tiptoe. Keep posting pictures of empty stadiums. We're going to see who fill in the stadiums. Because it ain't going to be room in church houses. Mega churches ain't going to have nothing on field stadiums that's full of people saying, what must I do to be saved? Yeah, he say, he say, he say, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning, harvest, yearning. No matter if they're telling you, get away. They're yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. So, so they're waiting for a day of separation where you stop trying to fit in. Where you start worrying about what people think and rock with the body of Christ. Put on your crown and put on your mantle and stop trying to be something that you ain't. <laughs> In Romans 8, you say, for against its will, the universe itself has had to endure. The empty futility resulting from the consequences of human sin. But now. With eager expectations. All. We just think tsunamis and floods wiping out hundreds of thousands of people is just the water that God gave men authority over. The water that God said, you gather, you stay right there. That was not God's plan for the seas to come up on earth out of its boundaries. And take out his greatest creation. 
but because of man's rebellion, all creation will reflect back to us our misused authority. Just like a child, if you ain't raising it, guess what they reflecting back to you? You ain't walking in your parental supposed to be's. Why are you acting up? Because you didn't spank my butt. All creations longs for freedom. Bulldog, uh, pit bulls don't want to eat people up. Bears don't want to attack people. That's what. That's not what they were made for. There's animals that were made for meat for us, but now we meet for them. No, we just think that's just a part of life. Well, go read Genesis and understand the order of things. You're supposed to have all dominion, all authority. <laughs> yeah, from consequences of human sin. But now the eager expectation, all creation longs for freedom from its slavery to decay. Ain't no yellow grass in heaven. Ain't no dying plants. Experience with us the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. To this day, we are aware of the universal agony and groaning of creation. As if it were in the contra contractions of labor for childbirth. That was Matthew. Now this is Romans. And it's not just creation. We who have already experienced the first fruits of the Spirit also inwardly looking for love, looking for agape. We search it. Inwardly grown as we passionately long to experience our full status as God's sons and daughters. I couldn't imagine walking around confused about being a child of God. I am so liberated knowing that my daddy got my back. Including our physical bodies being transformed. For this is the hope of our salvation. But hope means that we must trust and wait for what is still unseen. Why would we need to hope for something we already have? So because our hope is set on what is yet to be seen, we patiently keep on waiting for its fulfillment. We patiently continue to obey. We patiently continue to worship and lift our hands up and declare the word. We what? Stand. Sons shine in dark times. Sons and daughters shine in dark times. Can I get an amen? Sons stand in storms. Sons shout in the midst of other people's silence. Yeah. Sons go in when others run out. Amen. Amen. Sons move in wisdom when others move in what? Worry. Presence of actions based on the truth. So we're not denying the facts of Corona. But, but we are exalting the truth 
of Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. That is who you are. Don't tell me I'm sick, doc. Tell me what to do. What medicine I need to be on. Don't let's, let's not have an appointment of you just telling me how sick I am. Tell me what I need to do to get better. Agape is the realm where fear is absent. See? Now, that's the, that's the trouble because some of us trying to walk in faith without walking in love. And trying to walk in faith where fear is allowed to torment because you ain't walking in love is very hard. And that's why faith and love is the power twins. When you walk in faith and you keep your love walk strong, you are unstoppable. That's the fruit, that's the fruit that remains. That is the every month fresh fruit. See, we want faith because we think faith is the substance of things I want. But you after stuff. The Lord's after your heart. So that's why the Lord, you blessed and you still wondering why you got this conviction and this urge and this pull from God. He like, because, yeah, you got your stuff because you worked hard. You got money. Whoopee-doo. You ain't blessed just because you could buy it. He said, they, they worship me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Lord, don't care nothing about your lip service unless your heart is in agreement with your lips. We have a great opportunity to lead in the midst of uncertainty, church. We have a great opportunity. If you don't understand that this is an opportunity, why we didn't close our doors? Opportunity. <laughs> this is where the sun stretch out our staff. <laughs> I want you to catch this. In the earth, when we think of staff, we think of employees. You need to, this is the time you employ your faith. You employ your joy, employ your praise, employ your peace. Stretch out your what? Staff. Give your staff members something to do. Most people got a job because there's a problem or there's a need. Well, if you see depression, employ praise. Give these gifts something to do. Your staff. So you, you, you're like, what staff? See, Moses had a real staff, a stick to stick out. Where your stick at? Where your stick? Can you show me your stick? You look foolish out here going out there. Straight to the coronavirus go. But when we break in, you did not create me to worry. Right, but you created me to worship daily, so I'm a
stick. But we were just so, if you didn't know what we was doing, we were stretching out our Moses stick. I don't know what I'm going to face when I go home. I don't know what I'm going to face when I get in that car and drive home. But I know I have put, what did the stick do? He put the stick before him. Employ your faith and watch it work for you. Work, work. Exodus 14, let me read what this is. And the angel of God who went before the host of Israel moved and went behind them. Say behind them. When I saw this, when I saw this again, say again. This ain't the first time I'd have been down this Exodus street. He, he went from in front of them and guiding them. Like, okay, I showed y'all what's up. This is the time I'm going to get behind you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, prophetically, we are in a time where the Lord is not going to just guide us through this. He's been faithful enough to you. We're in a time where the Lord is saying, it's time to go forward. And I'm not letting you turn back. I'm not letting you look back. If you look back, all you're going to see is me. So this is the time I am pushing you forward. I am causing you to move into victory. I am pushing you forward. Ain't no turning back. Ain't no turning back. We're going forward. We're going forward. We're going forward. Come on. And the pillar of the cloud went before it them and stood behind them coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel it was a cloud and darkness to the Egyptians but it gave light by night to the Israelites man this corona thing is blinding the world but if you have eyes to see you will see that this is the time for the church to advance not the time for us to retreat we pray too much we praised too much we put too much word equity in our heart this is the time where faith exercises and we see God's miraculous power Woo! And, and the one host did not come near the other all night ain't no need for God to protect you if you ain't gonna cross over Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided, and the Israelites went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and their left hand. This is dry land going right here. And you got the world looking on both sides. Man, I wish you could see this. I wish you could see this picture, this runway of glory that God is creating. It's, it was almost like the Lord wanted all the creation, the seas, to watch the children of Israel walk across on this runway. And they just looking like, yep, it's us. 
God's greatest creation, yeah? A thousand may fall by my side, 10,000 at my, woo, by my right hand, but neither shall it harm me. But some of us much rather say, Moses, you crazy, y'all go across. I'm going to go back and work for Egypt. Yeah. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. The devil is throwing everything he got at us. Oh, my God, do you see this? Some people look at it as Oh, we're under attack. What the heck is going on? Oh, my God, the world is going crazy. And time after time, I read in the word, things like the coronavirus is being used to advance the kingdom of God. Because you would be complacent. Now some of you thinking a little bit more about coming to church. Now some of you second, man, should I serve? Should I? Okay, God, whatever. And this is what you got to say. You don't want it to hit your house. You don't want to have to be on a gurney to be like, Lord, I surrender. Of course you do now. What you going to do? But why you got to get there when the Lord's been crying out to you all the time long? Why you got to come to God limping? You was born with a limp. You was born in sin and shaped with and by iniquity. Why you got to wait till something, some catastrophe come to pay attention? The Lord don't start talking when tragedy comes. You just start listening. <laughs> he always talking. And in the morning, watch the Lord through the pillar of fire and cloud look down on the host of the Egyptians and discomfited them. And found clogged, took off their chariot wheels, making them drive heavily. Lord is fighting for you. All he asks you to do is just walk. <laughs> and, and the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Man, I believe we're in an amazing time for God to prove he's with you. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea and the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and horsemen. So Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its strength and normal flow when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled into it, be, being met by it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians and shook them off into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that pursued them. Not even one of their enemies remained. What if God's telling the church to move and keep going as you've been going? Some people God is saying, keep going. Some people God is saying, join us. Which one are you? You can't keep going if you're going the wrong way. He ain't telling you to keep going. It was almost like this runway, man. I can't get this picture out of my head. That in times like this, the Lord wants to show out. But he's looking for people that will believe. 
While the world is at a standstill, the Lord is creating a runway to display his glory. Now, I want you to see, it said that the waters was at a standstill. And while the world is at a standstill right now, the Lord is looking for some people to go across. <laughs> I'm, I'm just modeling, but it's something like that, ain't it? Amen. Who will run for it? Who will run for it? I don't know why I envision uh, uh, who, who will run for it, though. That this is... This, this, I'm going to be obedient, okay? Y'all can do what y'all want to do. Y'all can watch me. But when the Lord gives you a word, he, he also challenges you. So in my study time, the Lord says, yep, and I want you to run for it. So I'm going to take me a victory lap while y'all watch.
participants in the balcony. Let me get this to you. Let me get this to you. Let me get this to you. When Jesus and his disciples had passed through Jericho, a large crowd joined them. Upon leaving the village, they met a blind beggar sitting on the side of the road named Tamai, the son of Tamai. Okay? When he heard that Jesus was from uh, Jesus from Nazareth was passing by, when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, what if I tell you right now, Jesus of Nazareth is passing through Vancouver like never before? So if all you see is Corona and you miss Christ, you missed it. He, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me when? Have mercy on me when? Now in my what? Affliction, heal me. He wasn't talking about when this thing passed. Those in the crowd were indignant and scolded him for making so much of a disturbance running around the church. I was just getting into it and he going to ask me to run around the church. Well, they closed them doors. The speaker's too loud. Why he keep on inviting me to church? Why he clearly sick? Why he keep on talking about he healed from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet? Mm, but he keep, he kept shouting with all his might, son of David, have mercy on me now and heal me. He didn't change his confession because folks was telling him to be quiet. He said, I said, now then, and I mean now, right now. I'm not changing what I want. He's saying, I've been blind for too long. Now is my time. Jesus stopped. Troy, let this hit us. His persistent dependency, praise, stopped Jesus. That's a song. You stopped for me. Jesus' homeboys didn't understand his shout. And Jesus said, homeboys, Christians, you're tripping. There's a world crying out for me, and you're trying to tell them the silence. You're in the way of my glory. <laughs> you, want, you want my glory for you. You're territorial in the wrong way. So they went to the blind man and said, have courage, Jesus wants you. Disappointed. <laughs> Get up. Jesus is calling to you. So he threw off his beggar's cloak, which identified his past. Stop running to Jesus with the cloak on. 
You either won't change. All Jesus want to do is change you. Don't run to him not wanting to be changed. You got to take the cloak off. That was his faith. He took off his cloak and ran blind. He got rid of excuses. He got rid of the pity party. He got rid of the reasoning. And he said, all things have passed away. And in that man, all things are made what? No. Guess what? He was passing by. Jesus keeps it moving. That's why every Sunday I'm going to praise him. Every day I'm going to praise him. Every Sunday I'm going to sow. Every day I'm going to sow. I'm going to keep this. I don't care how tired I am. You know, you know why? Because he keeps it moving. He keeps it moving. And Jesus is calling to you. So he threw his back. His cloak off, jumped up and made his way to Jesus. Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Do you know what you want Jesus to do? Or are you just asking him for stuff? Lord, I want this house. I don't mind keeping a broke soul. Just give me that house. Where's our priorities? You've bombarded heaven for external things more than you are making your own soul a priority, your own joy. Lord, give me this deal. And he's like, man, I didn't just make the biggest deal you will ever have in your life. I just gave you my joy and took your sorrow. I just took your little filthy ashes and gave you a garment of praise and I gave you beauty for your ashes. What do you keep on asking me for? Man replied, my master, please let me see again. That's all I want. I don't want no new cloak. <laughs> Jesus responded, your faith heals you. See this, Daniel? Your faith heals you. All at once. All these people watching him. All these people. I want you to see this. All these people knew him as a professional beggar. You can't tell me that God does not want to use moments like this. Yes, the stats, 200 people died in this country and this and that is happening and pro ball players have this and the Lord's like, okay. Where are some people that's going to throw their cloak off and run after me and allow me to show that I am God? He began at once to follow Jesus. And this is the greatest time. The Lord needs calamity for glory to rise and be clear that he's alive. Why? He's trying to get people to follow him. Desperados can't be silenced. Desperados can't be paralyzed. Desperados cannot be discouraged. And desperados be, can't be moved into doubt and unbelief. Say, I'm a desperado. Stand on the word. Stand on it firm. Stand, stand, stand. Say that again. Stand on the word. Stand on it firm. Stand, stand, stand. One more time. Tell your neighbor. Stand on the word. Stand on it firm. Stand, stand, stand. Never let the presence of a storm calls you to doubt the presence of Jesus. <laughs> Don't forget who's standing right now. What you should be posting is Psalm 91. 
What you should be posting is Psalm 23. What you should be posting is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> yeah. You should be posting that I am healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet instead of reposting this garbage. There's facts, but he said, exalt me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You see how we can rally around disease quick, but we can't rally around healing. Ah. Fear is the currency that the enemy needs to purchase access to your domain. And all he needs is fear to purchase access. For the thing which I greatly, Job says, for the thing I greatly fear comes upon me, and that of which I am afraid befalls me. I keep my eyes fixed on the Prince of Peace. Come on, say that. I keep my eyes fixed on the Prince of Peace. One more time. I keep my eyes fixed on the Prince of Peace. If he said it, I'm embedded. Oh. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. If he said it, I'm embedded. I'm engrafted. His word is engrafted in me. Abide in me and I'm abiding you. Keep your eyes fixed on me and you shall have perfect peace. Garrison. It shall guard your mind if you keep your eyes on me. Psalm 118. Out of my distress I called upon the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free and in a large place. He answered me and put me in a large place. Say large. He, he put me in a large place, uh, 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 Juan Carlos. He put me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side and takes my part. He is among those who help me. Do you understand when you go to help other people, the Lord gives you strength, resources, and power to be an influence and help people? Therefore shall I see my desire established upon those who hate me. It is better to trust and take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in the world. What news do you believe today? That he's a healer? Or if you touch somebody, you're going to get it. Not saying it's not a true thing. Not saying that the disease is not out there. See, this is what we really got to challenge ourselves in. Do you really believe? You will never know if you really believe unless you're challenged to believe. Everybody, when nothing's going on, say they believe God. But you notice how if somebody began to speak faith about corona, you being insensitive. You notice how the yeah and but comes up in your head. We can hand sanitize. Awesome. We can eat all greens. There's a whole lot of stuff and precautions we could take, but none can escape death. When it's your time, it's your time. Where are you going?
please make sure you take notes on these last few moments. I will not apologize for my insurance plan. Come on, JT. I got full coverage. I will not apologize to nobody in here for my insurance plan. Like, if you got insurance plan and all, everything, every tooth is covered, every lung, everything is covered. You get massages, you got supreme insurance. And somebody come up to you, you talking about, man, I'm about to go get a massage, it's paid for. And they were like, yeah, right. Why you boasting? So what? I got to pay for massages, you get them. So what? Are you going to let somebody, are you going to be like, okay, cool, I won't get a massage today. Or, or are you going to say, although I got it for free, I'm going to pay for it today. Yeah. You ain't going to talk me out of my wholeness. I'm not going to be subjective to, because you do know, I can look at you and tell what you're thinking in the sense of like when you talk, when you tell somebody God is a healer and they look at you a certain way and you can tell they like, yeah, okay. That's why you got to talk because sometimes the enemy will translate people's thoughts to you. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. He goes before me. I shall not lack. Defender behind me. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. I won't fear. He leads me beside the still and restful water. Fill with anointing. He refreshes and restores my life. My cup overflowing. I know I'm throwing y'all off beat, huh? Because I'm reading into that. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with him, not for my earning it, but for his namesake. The Lord's making me whole for his glory. The Lord wants to protect me for his glory. The the Lord want to get me across that Red Sea for his glory. The Lord want to make a way out of no way for what? His glory. The Lord wants to heal my family. Why? For his glory. And I ain't going to get in your way, Lord. Have your way. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me. For you already have. You remain close to me. I'm with you through it all. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. watching the news, I want you to remember it's a shadow. And I don't know which shadow you under. I don't know if you under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. (laughs) You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And I told this to the team that I really believe right now the Lord is preparing a table in the presence of his enemies. see some of our greatest idols in this time, Kobe Bryant. You You see people, and God didn't take them. God received them. 
Stop putting death on God. It's a part of life. <laughs> you anoint my head with oil. I want you to see this. My brimming cup runs over. You cannot win any battle without an anointed mind. Why does he anoint you? He, he said, he, he going to anoint your mind. Some of you stress and anxiety and worry. You worried. First of all, you worried about silly stuff that ain't even that important. After you get the answer, then what? You gonna have another question? Because some of y'all just too smart. Some of you need to grab a hold of your mind and exchange it for the mind of Christ, because you are too intelligent. You, you can be too intelligent. The Bible said the proud. He loves to show he's more wise than you. <laughs> he said, truly, for only goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. I love David because he boasted. I can see a little strut, Juan Carlos. Surely only goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Who following you? And who you following? The house of the Lord shall be my dwelling place all the days of my life. I will never abandon the gathering of the saints, ever. <laughs> Write down Exodus 9 in your own time, read it. And you can read that the hell, heavy hell, came down on the Egyptians. And then the word says in verse 26, only in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites were, was there no hell. I don't know what's going on in the world, but I know I'm in Goshen. I'm protected. My insurance plan says full coverage. Not only me, but my family is protected. I shall not be moved. I will stand. Say that. I shall not be moved. I will stand. This is the best time to cross over. Joshua 3, Troy, says this. You have not been this way before. You're about to cross over when the brinks are at its highest, when the waters are flowing at its highest. The time to cross over is not when everything is all good. The time to cross over is when all hell breaks loose. I have the insurance plan to cross over. So it don't matter what the devil throws my way. Guess what? I shall. If he said you're going to get to the other side, guess what? I'm going to get to the other side. Yeah. As for me and my house, we covered. And my house just ain't the Richmond's. My house is my co-workers. It's my friends. It's my family. Anybody that clings themselves to me and I cling myself to them. You are covered. Yeah. Write down Exodus 12. So you have some stuff to plead. I wonder why when the deaf angel was passing through, Lord said, fear not. I'm going to give you some hand sanitizer. I'm gonna, I want you to put this blood on the doorpost. But I want you to see something. It said, put it on two sides of the post. What two sides? Both sides of your mind, your temples. Plead the blood. And then where it say? On the top, on the lentils, above the door space. Cover your mind. 
Watch. These are the gates to your soul. Your eyes, your ears, and your mouth. What comes out of your mouth, what goes into your eyes, and what goes into your ears will come out of your heart when you are squeezed. What you squeezing out? I don't care what you say. Anyone that stays around you long enough, if they ever see you under pressure, they will see what's really on the inside of you. When you're under pressure, what comes out of your mouth? Fear, doubt, unbelief, or my God shall. So you're going you're gonna to study on your own time, Exodus 12. You're going to read 7, and then you're going to read uh, verse, verse 13. The promise of the Lord says, no plague shall be upon you. You do know this is a plague, but it ain't the last plague. I'm telling you, you better get your kingdom insurance. <laughs> what happens if the, if, the, if the hospital's closed? What happens if medicine stops working? What happens if there's so many sick people and they only take the wealthy? What happens if they run out of medicine? Everything that's created could run out but not our God. He never runs out of healing. <laughs> I'm just saying, be careful in these last days what you depend on as your source. The person you depend on the most has an expiration date. Be careful who you depend on. <laughs> I'm covered. But I really believe we're going to take precautions. The government told us to shut down the church. We shut down the church, the building. But man, what happens in the world if the church shuts down? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm, I just can't imagine not. Now, I, I, I enjoy vacations, planned ones, but I can't imagine not coming into the house of God and worshiping with you guys. So you have scripture to understand we are in the last days, period. Canada, United States. Just understand, Jesus not just coming back to Canada, right? The borders don't keep Jesus. He, they don't, he don't have borders, so you ain't going to be like, Lord, get them the United States first. <laughs> when <laughs> he coming back for all of us. But what he's telling you is stop begging for him to come back. Stop waiting for it all to be over. You have to walk out your life that was destined. And from the time of birth to the time of your death. Who you walking with? <laughs> Who you gonna walk with when all your cute leave? When your curves swerve and when 
and your mom and dad not on this earth no more. Whoever you depend on, if your job shut down. What if you do got to stay in your house? Who's there with you when you can't get to your best friend? It's real stuff. There's certain parts of this world that is locked down. So they didn't have to do a crime to be in prison. They can't go nowhere. I was coming across the border the other night from, Cal from, from Seattle. It's about 20, whatever, how many ever it was. And I'm here on sh just faith, right? We, we, not illegal and faith, okay? I don't want to just be like I'm on faith and I'm illegal. No, I'm not, none of that. But I'm, I was in this transit, we're in this transition where we went going from one work permit to another. And in that process, there's this gray area until the government says yes or no. <clears throat> and the, the lawyer didn't tell me I couldn't leave. So what did I do? We left. My son has crossed the border with this same piece of paper, came back, no problem. But then sometimes you get them overachieving border police and they want to get employee of the month or something. And so, because he didn't have to do all that, but cool. The faith. I'm like, oh my God. What am I going to No, at bare minimum, I sold. I got a praise that went to this border before me. I'm good. I belong here. <laughs> and so it's like one o'clock in the morning. I don't know how long it is, but. Our car, they tell us um, to pull over, and then, of course, they tell my wife's car to pull over. And then the other two cars, they went and pulled, pulled over somewhere else and start praying for us. And we go in. And I'm like, all right, cool, we got to go. I knew I was going to go in once the lady kept on asking these questions. I'm like, all right. And so we go up. My wife carries in Micah looking like E.T. with the blanket over him. <laughs> <laughs> and they go up and I'm just as calm as like hey how you doing sir here it is yep I'm in between this I've been here for over four years I've been putting on my work every every time I've had my work visas I've been good like I'm covered all of that I'm just in this in between well why did you wait till January to da 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 because this situation was going to happen we were going to be a part of another organization that took too long so we submitted before the deadline so we can have do 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 all right, so he gave me his little spiel and that. Very mean. He's like, you know, if we could turn you around right now, you know, if we went and searched the car, and if we found something, you could not only be turned around now, but it would mess up you being in this country for the future. So I'm glad I wasn't like Pastor Dylan on me carrying weed or nothing with him or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, or open bottles of beer or nothing. I don't, I don't know because. And he's like, you know, we could turn you around. You know, right now, this is also a violation because when we're in this gray area period, you're not supposed to leave. And if you leave, it totally disqualifies this process. Yes, sir. I totally understand. What are you here for? I'm here for church. Well, why did you go from a work visa to a, to, to a, um, who? Religious worker visa. Because I went from being hired by a church to starting a church. 
So now I went from under this, this work visa, which is a more secure visa, to like, God, you told me to stay here. So whatever little visa I got to get, I'm going to get it, and we got it. But knowing that I'm in a country that at any moment they can kick me out. And build God's house in a land that I know nothing about, least bit, and now know some. But to walk through that process and get back in that car, I walked to the car, my wife walked out, I didn't want to talk to no, I was like, Dylan, get in the car, let's go, let's get away from this border, let's go home. <laughs> He's like, you know, if, if you would have not gotten accepted, at this border, if we looked in and see, saw that you didn't get accepted, you wouldn't be able to go back to your home and get all your stuff. And not one minute in my mind did I doubt, man, what if I'm not supposed to be here? What if I'm, I'm like, you, it ain't no way you can kick me out of this country. Now, we're going through all our processes. We have made our people ask us all the time. We want to be permanent residents. We are, we are not planning on moving back to California. We ain't going nowhere. This is where we want to raise our children. This is where we want to be here for the rest of our lives and work across the globe from here. You get it, huh? You get it, huh? <laughs> but man, the amount of faith and dependency on God you got to have to really do what he's called you to do. We left California with three kids with no guarantee of nothing except God would be with us. And when times like these break out, you better know God is with you. Man, we had shows lined up. Bookkeepers or booking agents email, at this time we're not going to be taking bookings right now. Concerts and tours are being canceled. We're supposed to have Melinda Watts come this week. I'm going to have to call her and be like, I just don't think it's a good time to come. The world is at a standstill. But will you stand still? And if you stand, what are you standing on? You had a good church. You're around the word. You're around worship. You're around a, a, a little lengthier service. Why? Because you need to increase your capacity to receive what God has for you. Well, I can get it in 90, minute, 90 minutes. Uh, you could. But why you ain't got it yet? But when you enter into his presence, time is not a factor. Trust me, ask, uh, ask anybody that's close to me. I struggle with, man, maybe we should do short services. But when you've tasted and seen, when you've actually encountered Jesus, you just want to encounter Jesus. <laughs> We're going to read Psalm 91 together and we'll close. Ready? Read. Come on, a little louder than that.
He who dwells in the secret place. And the secret place is a place where only you and God hang out. Or it wouldn't be a secret. It's intimacy. It's dependency. He who dwells, dwells, hang out, never interrupted, dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall what? Remain stable. And you, your stability is not proven to be stability unless your stability is tested by instability. So God will place you in the midst of instability to prove your stability. And fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. Have you ever seen people that do uh, crazy workouts? And they'll be on that little teeter-totter thing. And they'll do the dips. You ever try to do anything crazy working out? That's how you develop strength is when you can have balance in, in unstable places. Verse 2, everybody read. One, two, three, go. Come on, a little louder. Verse 3. Verse 4. Under his protection, you shall find refuge. Keep reading. His word and his faithfulness. Somebody spoke on it earlier. Look back. God's been faithful. Verse 5. Read. Keep going. What is pestilence? What's pestilence? What you, what you standing on? What scripture you were standing on yesterday? See, he, he's telling you when you are dwell in me, what you see going on around you, at worst case scenario, if it do hit you, I'm going to heal you. Abraham said, okay, well, God, if you ask me to sacrifice, the promise don't line up with what you're asking me to do right now. You must going to raise him up from the dead. It's real loud. Come on, go back, go back. What you doing? There we go. Nor. Have we seen any sudden death? 200 drops. Floods come. This is, this is prophecy, but the Lord says in the midst of those days, this is what you stand on. Let's read together and out loud. Next verse. Man, this. Hey, hey, JT, it didn't say it shall not touch you. It said it won't come near you. Next verse, next verse. 
on, Juan Carlos. You see, this is the love of the Father. You can't touch my child. It is no access. It is inaccessible. You are in Stop making yourself accessible through your fear, through your confession. Stop making yourself available for torment. You stand on the word. I shall not be moved. Touch. I am healed. I am covered. <laughs> and if you can't stand it, turn your IG off. If you don't have no strength in these times, turn it off and develop some soul muscle. Only a spectator shall you be. Spectators don't even have to worry about getting tired. I think of a spectator at a ball game. The people that's really working is the people on the court. Spectators are enjoying. Verse 9. Because. Go. Verse 10. Is near your tent. Who, 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 who you hang out with? This is very important. You got to be careful who in your tent, because it may not come in your tent due to who you come by your your insurance plan, but the people you around keep talking doubt, keep talking against. Keep trying to get you out of your faith. This is the same, just for your knowledge, this is the same scripture the enemy told Jesus, but tweaked it a little bit. The enemy cannot can deceive you without throwing truth at you. That's why if you don't know the word, uh, go. Special charge. set your affections on God where is your affection where is your treasures this is a plan for lovers not people that go to church but their heart is elsewhere not people that sing songs lips heart far from it this is not God not protecting you, but as a man thinketh, so is he. You are your own worst enemy. You are thinking yourself into sickness. You are talking yourself into defeat. Keep going. Therefore will I... 
no way. I don't care if I get a flu bug. I don't care. Man, I always confess this scripture. Lord, with long life, you will satisfy me. You ain't got to find a note. I'm just singing the scripture. With long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? I confess, I'm not going to die young. I'm not going to die young prematurely because he has promised me what? Long life. I just got to make sure I abide under the wings and my affections is upon him. Period. Point blank. Lastly, he set me up on high. I don't care how many times I kick this, throw water at this thing right here. I like he set me up on high because... He, it's like a dad when they walk through a carnival or a festival, they put their kid on their shoulder. And that kid goes from down here, not being able to see much, to being put up on high. And no matter what you walk out these doors in here, you better believe the good news. I don't know about you, but my confession is I am protected by any virus any pestilence. I abide under the wings of the Almighty. Lift your hands up. I declare I have long life. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I declare that, that from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet that you are healed, you are whole. I declare even any unseen sickness or attacks that's coming your way, that it shall be stopped right now, lacerated, melted, done with forever. I declare that your children are whole, your children are healthy, your family, your friends. I declare that the Lord God Almighty walks with you every single day, that grace and mercy follows you. Come on, open your own mouth and declare the goodness of God. I will not be moved by fear, for God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind in Jesus' name. Though they slay me, Lord God, I will trust you in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, declare the word of the living God. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yes, Lord. Oh. so good, you're so kind, Lord. 
heart, just declare the word of God over your life. Declare the word of God over your city. Declare the word of God over your family. shall not come near us. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your power. that's going to call you out the blue this week. It's not a coincidence. They're ready. You need to be ready and ask God for wisdom this week because the Lord is about to release the low-hanging fruit. Your job is not to get them to come to your church in particular. Your job is to get them into the kingdom of God. Love Quest will go on an intense journey equipping us to win the loss. 
we will be a soul winning church. <laughs> we will be bold soul winners. We will know how to lead people to Jesus Christ. And we will know how to make disciples that make disciples. No cowards in this house. So we thank you for it now, Lord. Say with me, I am the healed and not the sick. I am strong and not weak. I have the mind of Christ. Come on, lift your hands up. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. All of my needs are met inside and out. I have joy all day, er day. Can't nobody steal my joy. Not the media, not my family, not my kids, not my job. I got joy, peace, faith. And tell your neighbor, look at them dead in their eyes and say victory is yours. Now shout about it. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man.